We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody, and welcome Jimmy back Jones. to another episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, as always, with my good buddy Dan. And Dan, there is uh, unfortunately two games to talk about this week and uh, no victories. Jiminy, Jiminy, Jim, Jim, Jeru. I don't know, man. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do here. I don't know what you want to talk about because uh, if you're tuning into this right now, you're not happy or you're just laughing to hide the pain. I mean, I think that's all we can do at this point. We were a, a, a U.S. Open Cup podcast, and yeah. not anymore. Yep, we're, we're, so. we've since moved to a, uh, uh, I don't know, what do you want to do? Sporting KC <laughs> Media Game podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, because we see goals in that son of a gun. We saw goals, baby. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's been a rough week for Sporting KC, and uh, uh, we publicly blamed Christian Polanco of the Cooligans because he yeah. jinxed us. And he just took it. He took it right on the chin like a champ. <laughs> He's like, hey, I can't deny it. I'll take it, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk about the Sacramento game even though we do not want to. We will talk about the Austin game even though we do not want to. If you want to know uh, what's bad is uh, my wife's boss is a Galaxy fan. He lives uh, in California. Mm-hmm. And so he's you know, starts giving her crap about us losing to Sacramento. And I'm like, bitch, you lost too. Right. <laughs> <What are> you-, <laughs> you lost before we did. And you're supposed to be better than us. What is happening? Well, and the Galaxy, their fans are pissed, and they're just like a whole campaign to like cancel their season tickets that's going on right now that I was seeing on Twitter. And there's people sending their uh, cancellations oh, to their God. season ticket wraps and everything. So nobody's that's happy. A, that's a sporting thing right now as well. And I'm just like, will you stop? You just, yeah. Everyone's like, I will not be renewing next year. And it's like, well, joke's on you. Renewals are happening like a week ago. So. Right. Too late. You already did. Yeah. You either renewed or you didn't. I don't know what you're doing. Right. And uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about what, what we want to see the rest of the year and everything. But uh, but first, if you have not left us a, a rating or review, please go ahead and do so. We don't have a new review to read this week. But get on Apple Podcasts, get on Spotify, leave us those five-star ratings, leave us that review mm-hmm. on Apple Podcasts. We would very much appreciate it. We will read it on air. So, uh, but yeah, let's, um, like I said, a couple games to talk about. Uh, let's jump into the Sacramento game, I guess. I sure. Mean, what, what do you want to talk about, dude? How we had a million chances and just couldn't get it done? I mean, that's, uh, yeah, actually, probably. It's it's it, not like it was a weak lineup. I mean, it was 
basically what you have for the first first choice uh, lineup. The only difference was in in Denbe wasn't in there. Ben Sweat was in there, which I'm I'm not a big Ben Sweat fan right now. And but, uh, this I, this game feels like forever ago because it was it was a week ago. It does. So it was last I, Wednesday. There's you're not been a pod my memory since. now and how embarrassed I am. I mean, let me throw some stats at you. Possession. Oh, I love them. Keep in mind, this is on the road. Possession. Sporting KC, 60% possession. The Sacramento, 40%. Shots. Sporting KC, 31 shots to 13 for Sacramento. Shots on goal, 8 for Sporting KC, 2 for Sacramento. Blocked shots, 14 for Kansas City, 3 for Sacramento. 700 passes to 478 passes. You're getting what I'm trying to, to lay down here. Like this is yeah. this was a, a game that should have been dominated by Sporting KC. And it should not have even been close. Um unfortunately, it was zero zero at the end of ninety minutes of regulation. Um and then unfortunately it was zero zero at the end of thirty more minutes of extra time. And so it went to penalties. And as soon as it went to penalties, I was like, We're gonna lose. There's no way we're not gonna lose. Uh, nothing against Pulse Camp, but I just was like, this This is how teams bad. like Sacramento can pull off an upset against a team like Kansas City, is you just get them to the penalty kicks, and random shit can happen. Yeah, anything could happen. I, I hate it. I hate when games are decided that way, especially mm-hmm. finals. I don't like seeing finals decided that way. It just it feels unfair. It's like, finish the, finish the game regulation. You know what I mean? Yeah. But here we are, first of all, um, my one... If I gotta sum this game up in one sentence, uh, William Magata, thanks for coming on. You scored and then did a weird old backflip to show that you're in- superior to this team. Because I don't, I don't know if you, you mean know. it's penalty kick. Yeah, he scored penalty. That's what I mean. Sorry. Yeah, after he well he got lucky. Yeah, because... first of all, you missed the penalty. Yes. And then you had to go again because he was off his line. Yes. So then you make it, and then you do some random backflip gymnastics nonsense. Because why? Because you're winning the game? You're not! Right. You're not winning the game. Hey, Ben Sweat, why don't you pop up the crowd? <laughs> why don't you mock the crowd, buddy? It's nil-nil. Right. What do you ben, We seem like bullies. Ben Sweat got called for a foul. Might have even gotten a yellow card, and then immediately started taunting the crowd. And I'm like, first off, you're in no position to taunt because you just got the yellow card. Second off, yeah. we should be winning 4-0 at this point. There were multiple yeah. chances from Daniel. There were chances from uh, Eric Tommy. There was chances from Johnny. There was chances from just about everybody on the field. And nobody could put the ball in the back of the net. And uh, this game should never have even gotten to extra time. It should have been 2-3-4-0, honestly, yeah. sporting Kansas City victory in regulation. Uh, and it wasn't. What's the problem? Like, that's my biggest takeaway, dude, that we were acting like we've won the game. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you've done nothing. Yeah. Nothing. It's pretty bad. I mean, Sacramento in regulation basically had really like one moment of of a a true attacking threat. And it was in the 62nd minute and Pulse Camp made a great save and, and whatnot. But other than that, I mean, it just, you watch the highlights. If you go back and watch the game... It's just time and time again of Sporting KC having chance after chance after chance and just not being able to put it away. And then, of course, uh, unfortunately, we all know what happened in the shootout. Um, Graham Zusi gets his penalty kick blocked. It was not Did a great one. Did you know one. he was going to – I didn't think he was going to convert that. I just had a feeling. Didn't that happen to him in MLS Cup? Didn't he miss it in MLS Cup uh, 2013? I don't, 
I don't remember, honestly. I know he's like I, three for five, I think, in, in taking penalty kicks. Like he's the man. Like, he's the, the veteran. And I'm just like, yep, the veteran's going to miss this shit. It just feels wrong. It feels bad. Buddy, I stayed up for this. And that's saying it was something. Late. It was past I'm midnight when good. it got finished. Yeah, I stayed up till almost one o'clock because still kind of buzzing from the frustration and whatnot. Right. And I was like, what? A, I have not seen one o'clock in a long time. I was very embarrassed, but I, I made it for nothing. Yeah. You are uh, you are not the biggest night owl. You tend to go to sleep earlier and, yeah. and wake up much earlier than I do. And yeah, I knew that was going to be a late one, even for me. And um, that was rough, man. To to have wow. it already kick off at nine thirty p.m. So we're already looking at eleven thirty by the mm-hmm. time it's done. And then you're going to thirty minutes of extra time. So now we're past midnight. And then the penalty kicks. And then to lose, it just it sucked. And you can't put this on. Here's the deal. Go to, you go to penalty kicks. You don't put this on Pulse Camp. You don't put him in this position in the first no. place. He did a hell of a job keeping it nil-nil. He yes. kept you score. He kept them scoreless. Yes. And we could not reward his good play with a goal or two. Mm-hmm. We couldn't do it. Instead, we're like, hey, John, keep it up. And then what did penalties do? It broke him because he's now letting balls go through his legs. <laughs> penalties <laughs> broke him, dude. He's broken. It does make me wonder now uh, if, how much of that talk about it's, it's Pulse Camp's team now. Time to move on from Amelia. How much that'll stick around. Everyone needs to shut their mouths because it's not time to move on from nothing. We, we <laughs> need to scrap the whole team because you can't beat Sacramento. This is weird. It's weird, and I'm fired up again. I had forgotten about the Open Cup game. And then we got on here, and I was like, shit, we haven't talked about that yet? We have nope. not. No, we haven't. So This is not your fault, Pulse Camp. I'm sorry the team broke you, my man. They did. They broke them. Um, let me ask you this. Are you... Rooting for Sacramento, I guess, to beat Orlando now? Oh, of course. Of yeah, course. you have everyone, to, right? Just like everyone was rooting for Sacramento to beat us. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So I am Team Sacramento to beat Orlando. I don't need to root for an MLS club. This isn't college basketball where I'm Team Big 12. You know what I mean? It's, right. It's, go do the damn thing, Sacramento. Be the first lower division team to do this in God knows how many years. Unfortunately, the game is in Orlando, so they're going to have sure. to take like a six-hour flight to Orlando, and then uh, they're probably going to get steamrolled. But Well, better better uh, time kickoff for us, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you think they'll get steamrolled, huh? I, I think so. I think that There's was a, the end on, of their man. run of destiny. They're excited. They're, they're I know. Up. This is what they got going for them. People just play better that way. It just happens. That goalkeeper was fantastic. He was a monster. Yeah. Very big dude. I just think uh, I think Orlando's gonna. I think I think they're gonna win it, and I don't think it's gonna be particularly close. Orlando's not good, right? I mean, they're not great. Yeah, but so, uh, I mean, they're Sacramento's they're not bad. Down there, they're, they're fifth they, in the East. I mean, they only have one point three points per game. They have two games in hand to be fifth in the East, but but they're not bad. I hope they win the shit and then go have a hell of a Sacramento time at Disney World. Like that just sounds crazy cool. We are the only team in the league, this is post-Austin, we are the only team in the league that has a points per game under one. Okay. We are the only team in the league that has a goal differential worse than minus 16, and it's not even close. Ours is minus 23. Cool, cool. Feels we good. are the only team in the league that has not scored 20 or more goals. We're at 19. Here's something I challenge you guys to do. Uh, you too, Jimmy. Everyone, when you watch a Sporting KC game, go there expecting to see goals. Not ours. Don't, no, not goals from us. 
But there are goals that will happen, and Austin FC was a very uh, entertaining club to watch. Not only were they offsides a million times and scored and got a bunch of goals called off, <laughs> that was fun to watch. We legitimately saw the ball go to the back of the net quite a few times that night. It was three times that the ball went in the back of the net and three times the offside yeah. flag came up. It was fun to taunt the away fans, though. I, I always look directly at the flag. Right when there's a goal, I go straight to the, the official, right? So when that flag's up, you know, you're looking over at the away fans. You're like, hey, suck a dick. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You're like, ah, peace out. You know, give them the Tyreek Hill peace sign, whatever. Yeah. But it, uh, it's a bad deal. Bad, bad deal that we can't get on the board. So and how many minutes? People got stats out there. It's been a, like 300 and some minutes. Oh, my God. It's been. That's a good question. Now I need to find that stat because I think Mike Kuhn had oh, it. Buddy, Daniel hit the freaking woodwork. He hits that crossbar. I mean, that's that's game over in that Sacramento game. Oh, yeah. Towards the end of the game, it crossbar, mm-hmm. and I just I melted into my seat. I was like, Where is, that feels done. That feels like that's it. Yeah. So it's, um, I don't know. It's just, it's really disheartening. We couldn't get, uh, couldn't get anything done in that Sacramento game. And then so we move on to the Austin game, and we know, we know that the Austin game probably doesn't, mean much in terms of MLS standings like we had to win something like uh, to to get to 49 points we had to win nine of our last 11 games including the Austin game and so if we want to get to 49 points now which is like a projected cutoff um, we have to win nine of our last 10 games it's not happening yeah it's not um you know it's interesting to hear that we are still in control of our destiny you know, but uh, it it does feel like, oh, we're not going to, you know, it's not going to work out. It's cool mm-hmm. that we're not mathematically out of it, but we're just kind of biding our time now, right? At this point, I, like, this team is what it is for whatever the reason. I think injuries are a big part of this, and I think people who try to discount the injuries and just put the blame entirely on Peter Ramiz are um, just trying to, to drive at a, a very specific point without actually having evidence to back that up. I think people who try to absolve Peter Vermees of all responsibility, which I don't think there's many of those people, but I think people who try to absolve him of all responsibility are incorrect as well. I think there is some responsibility to be uh, bared by Peter Vermees. But I think Sporting KC also kind of had a perfect storm of shit that happened to them in 2022. With Alan Polito's injury, with Gadi Kinda's injury, um, with Jose Mari, who, remember him? Forgot. He started the year with Sporting KC. He was supposed to be the starting number six. It wasn't really supposed to be Uri Rossell. And then God knows what happened. All of a sudden, he's just gone never to be seen again because he was not buying in. And so, you know, you can have Voinovich. Kyrie Shelton wasn't supposed to be the starting striker this year. Uh, they tried to get Robert Barrich in the reentry draft. He didn't want to play in MLS for the reduced salary anymore, but that was a swing and a miss. But they tried. Then they try. There was rumors about other strikers. They bring in Voinovich. Voinovich only got a few minutes here, a few minutes there, because he kept getting injured. And then by the last injury, it, it was too much. So there are these things that happen that lead to where we are now, some of which are out of Peter Vermees' control. And then there's some questionable decisions that, that are made. But Yeah, it's one thing to look at that and like you know blame injuries and blame personnel and everything like that. But also, it might just be... Uh, a talent level thing and look at other teams around the league and they legitimately have a more complete developed team. Yes. Uh, People that aren't getting 
two yellow cards in freaking three minutes of each other. You know what right. I mean? Like, I don't think we're seeing Cam for a while. Oh, Cam is in the doghouse. There's no doubt that he's not playing for a bit. That's two straight games Cam has appeared in where he's made a pretty egregious error. And he's made some pretty egregious errors earlier in the year because he kept sort of giving the ball away. And he did it yeah. twice in back-to-back games earlier in the year where he just made really dumb uh, passes and gave the ball away. My theory, I have no confirmation of this theory. My theory is he didn't travel to Sacramento because Peter was pissed about the dummy that led to the Gareth Bale goal. Um, Cam inexplicably let the ball go through his legs. There was nobody there, and there was no reason for him to think anybody was there. LAFC got the ball, and it led to Gareth Bale's sec- uh, first goal, uh, LAFC's second goal. So that's I think that was punishment for, for that dumb play. And then you come out, and you're going toe-to-toe with one of the better teams in the West. You have a chance to go into the halftime uh, break, 0-0, zero, zero. and then you have a really dumb... I mean, there's questions to be had about yeah. the first one, sure, but as Peter said, it happened, and you know that you're on one, and Peter even said the ref was 100% correct on that second yellow card. You can't do that. Not everyone reads the post-game post transcripts or watches the post-game pressers. Can I uh, can I read what Peter said real fast in, uh, in his anger tone? Go for it. Because this is... Oh, my God. I'm so excited that he was feeling this way. Yeah. And scene. Uh, First off, he got two yellows in two minutes. Was it two minutes? Mm -hmm. Dear God. It's like two or three minutes. Uh, I don't know if the first one is a yellow card or not, but it really doesn't matter. You have it. You have to be aware. To get a second yellow in the way that he did, the referee is 100% correct. If you grab a guy, you hold a guy, you pull a guy back, holding is one of the seven cautionable offenses. 100% he is correct. When a team is struggling like we are and then you are that undisciplined, it has an incredible negative effect. I tried at halftime to get the guys to rally a little bit. I think at the end they tried. We got a penalty kick, but sometimes when things aren't going well, they're not going well, and then that happens. We still were in it a little bit. The second goal means nothing to me in that regard. But that was a really, really bad mistake in the game today. You can't make that mistake. If you've been playing the game for a long time, which he has, and so have other players, at the end, you can't make that mistake. You can't make that mistake. You just can't. It's called a caution. You should be cautious after that. That's my favorite. It's called a caution. You should be cautious. He's. I, he. I think he's just... He, he mentioned a, a last week and the week before, whatever it was, about uh, the naive play. And the inexperienced play. And and it's not like Cam hasn't, you know, he's a young guy, but he's gotten some minutes. Same sure. thing with Felipe Hernandez. Like some of these like young guys. Him. I'm a fan. He, sure. But Peter's tired of the shit. And he's tired yeah. of just people losing their cool. Uh, this is how people disappear and you never see them again. I this have is, no idea uh, who he is. Because to agree with the referee, I was like, this isn't Peter. <laughs> but he's right. I mean, Cam grabbed the guy and it's like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You it's were on yellow. You just got it. It was really bad, really obvious. Um, re- the referee was was right there. I mean, yeah. it was literally directly in front of the referee. He was three feet away, and then Cam tried to argue with him and refused to leave the field. I actually wouldn't be surprised if Cam Duke is fined by the MLS disciplinary committee for failure to leave the field in a timely manner. Was it a bit? I I didn't even. I don't I mean, know. I was just embarrassed at that point. I was like, game over. You know. I was I was standing down in the corner of the field because we were getting ready to come on for the media game at that point. Oh, yeah. And I remember sitting there and real-time thinking, wow, Cam is still on the field arguing. He is still on the field arguing. He's really not getting off the field. You're like, I got a game to play. Right. Come on, Cam. Like, the real show's about to start. <laughs> yeah. This, this place is about to see goals. Right. <laughs> so it's... Uh, 
and and yeah once we went down and then uh, like peter said it just has a negative effect from there because we go down okay then they put up one minute of stoppage time for for the first half so like okay whatever let's just get to the second half you can regroup and then uh alexander ring fires one from distance it goes right at john pulse camp uh he's broken from sacramento and it just goes right between his legs and suddenly it's one zero skc are down a man it's going into halftime and that was that I feel like you shouldn't be allowed to celebrate a goal that goes in like that. Like, I mean, it's damn near an own goal, right? Like, he had that stopped. Right. It goes between his legs, and then they're celebrating. I'm like, no, no, you're not allowed. Like, you you did nothing. You you kicked it at the keeper. He messed up. It's bad, man. It's really bad. I don't know what to take. I mean, the only, only remote positive you can take from this game, if anything... Is that even down a man, if you look at the statistics, this is one of the first games in I don't know how long. Sporting Casey actually out XG'd Austin. The XG expected goals for Sporting KC was 1.6. Now, granted, half of that was from the penalty that Daniel missed, which was not yeah. a good penalty kick. Uh, and the XG for Austin was 0.8. So, in I mean, theory... We played well being a man down. It was mm-hmm. kind of weird. Mm-hmm. There, the game was there to get a result, um, especially with with the penalty kick that was earned. And you know, um, it was it was pretty clearly a, a handball. I think it had to go to video review um, in order to be called a, a handball. But uh, they got it right. And then Daniel came out and uh, he took the penalty kick, and it just uh, was not very good. And, and it seemed like it was pretty easy for brad stuver to, to make the save he didn't even have to really stretch out all that much it just was a he really a poor good game though right sure yeah he was fine but i mean you, you got to do better than that if you're daniel oh for sure like you just imagine you're you're getting a goal right now this is huge and then that happens and it's like nope we still bad right <laughs> i mean Polito would normally be our penalty taker he's obviously injured Johnny is probably our penalty taker after Polito. I have more confidence in him. He and wasn't he was in pulled there. off, right? Right. Or no, he didn't even... Did he start? No. Uh, did he? Because well, he went I on the field. He, he, yeah, no, I don't... I don't even remember. I've blocked this out from my mind. He did He He did start. Pretty sure. Oh, okay. So he had subbed off then? I'm looking it up right now. I had just closed out of that window. Um, but, but, but yeah, Shall- Daniel Shalley came on at halftime for Johnny Russell. Oh, that's right. That's why I was confused because I missed the start of the second half because I was changing from the media game. But yeah. it's, um, yeah, so no no Johnny, no Polito. I mean, Gaddy Kinda, he can take penalties. He wasn't on the field. So, I mean, Shalley should be able to take him. You got to do better than that if you're Daniel Shalley. Well, yeah, let's let's shift to Austin. Uh, you got to be better than that than to be offsides five times in a oh, game. Like that's it's bad. that's not good discipline. We weren't offsides a single time, no. and they just kept getting called off. And it's like, at what point do you need to work on that as a team? Because that's right. a little embarrassing. Well, and then they put the nail in the coffin in the 90th minute. Uh, Sebastian Drusi, he just kind of gets in behind everybody, and and at that point. It's, it's the 90th minute. It's 2-0. It's game. Okay, great. Move on to L.A. You know, and this now is, here... I'm, season's over. I'm not one to body shame, but that referee was a large man. He is a large man. <laughs> I was shocked. I was like, it looked like you or me out there refereeing. <laughs> uh, the, guy, the way he was jaunting around, not very fast like some of the others. I was like, okay, you go, bro. 
I mean, hey, Those he must, yeah, he uh, he must have some sort of cardio fitness because I mean, even though he doesn't look the part, uh, Fotis yeah. Bazakos, he, I mean, he's out there running around and and he's making it work. Yeah, don't matter, don't matter what you look like, man. Cardio's uh, cardio's cardio. But my favorite part is when there was like a restart, he would just blow the whistle and turn away from the ball. Right. Like, most referees watch to wait you wait for you to kick the ball. He never watched restarts no, no and i'm like people could have d- done some shenanigans he's got to get and... his head start to run <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just didn't care he, he was just like yeah kick it off i don't care yeah so i, just I don't know it. it sucks we're, we're dead last in, in the league we're, we're competing for the wooden spoon i never thought we would be here um that's while, that's four right? straight losses uh you were asking about it mike coon says um sporting kc has gone 417 minutes without a goal in all competitions. That's tied for second longest scoreless streak in a single season in club history. If okay. they don't score in the first 10 minutes of the game against the Galaxy, they'll break the single season record in 2009. Well, let's not hold our breath here, folks. I love, I, you know, I love breaking records, so let's let's get it done. There's still a couple scoreless games away from the all-time record that was started at the end of 98 and finished at the end of, uh, beginning of 99 of 637 minutes. That's not but, outside the realm of possibility. No. I'm just saying, we're playing some really good teams this stretch, man. LA Galaxy coming to town, like, and then we gotta go around, we got to turn around and go to their place in less than a month. Right. Which you and I are, I think, trying to be at, but yeah, that's not gonna be, it's not going to be fun. Not going to be fun. Uh, <laughs> probably going to just spend it walking around the stadium, seeing what kind of vegan uh, grub they got. <laughs> it's L.A., so they'll probably have something. Yeah, they had a little have you acai been? bowl last time. Yeah, you've been to that stadium, right? Yeah. It's not as good as Bank of uh, California Stadium, where probably, LAFC plays, not. but, yeah. you know, it's okay. Um, but the real highlight, as we all know, was the media game at halftime. Oh, yeah. That was uh, when Sporting Indigo topped... Sporting Blue 2-0 had a, uh, a goal from Daniel Sperry, a second goal from Todd Palmer, uh, some stellar defensive play at the right back position from yours truly, if I do say so myself. Well, question for you. <laughs> Did anyone warm you guys up? Absolutely not. What? Did no. anyone warm up by themselves? Uh, there were a few of us in the locker room that were like just kind of stretching. Just stretching? No like no, no like skips or, or no. high knees or anything? No. No dynamic stuff at all. No. They brought us down. They they took us at the 25th minute down to the locker room. So we went down there and changed. They gave us the jerseys and whatnot. Which, by the way, actual jersey this year. So that replicas, was kind of cool, though, right? They're replicas. They're not authentic. Yeah, yeah. But I hadn't so, bought the the new one yet. So now I have a replica version of it. So that's kind of cool. And so um, you got to wait. You were on the Indigo, right? Yeah. So you got the dark one, the new one. Yeah. Nice, nice. So, cool. and I, I didn't have a version of that yet. So, yeah, uh, we put those on, and there's some of us stretching. And um, Aaron Ladd, uh, sports guy from uh, KSHB 41, I think he he brought um, his own captain's armband that he just put on, and was like, "I'll be captain." <laughs> and he was like, "Who's gonna be goalie?" And nobody wanted to be goalie. No. So he just had to assign it out. Um, and then there was like 17 people that wanted to play forward, like it always is. Um, and well, then, it's uh, not the funnest position. Everyone thinks it's fun. It's it's that's not where the fun is. Here's the ironic part. I was like, I'm gonna stay back on defense because I know that my cardio is not great right now. So I'm gonna try to at least not be busting my ass too much and not make a fool of myself. But There's like three of us back there. 
But d- ten minutes of a game, though, you could have done. You could have done it. I could have, but I was still tired after even playing because there was, was like th- there was like three of us there on the back line. So when when somebody would come down, um, streaking down, you know, the left side of the field on offense, I'm the only one covering that half of the field. So I'm out there, and I got. Hey. Thad Bell from the uh, BlueTestament.com. He's out there playing center back. And so he and I are trying to guard this half of the field. And, you know. I was expecting a flop and about 17 rolls from you. <laughs> How, that would have been, been hilarious. Funny. I'm going to go do down, that next time. Hold your leg and just roll all Hold my across. arm up, wave like they do. <laughs> yeah. You keep rolling across the box just over and over. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. The midfield's where it's at, dude. To play that maestro role, you get to touch the ball more. It's just... That's that's some of my favorite parts. I had a couple of steals in one block. You did. You you owned that woman on the side. How dare <laughs> you? She has a family. <laughs> uh, it was fun. I was like, by God. <laughs> <laughs> you sent. It was fun going back to the locker room, and I checked my phone, and, and I had some pictures from you on there, so that was good. Yeah, Marissa so, took those. Uh, did, well, thank you. Yeah, Marissa. she was. Uh, she was checking in on you, making sure you weren't hurting yourself. <laughs> no, well, they, you know, it was touch and go there for a little bit, but. It was it's fun. A, it's a real concern when we get out there and try to it do is. athletic things. It's like everyone just stay safe, say a prayer, even if you're not religious. Here we go. <laughs> it was, it was, you know. And look, um, we are all in the soccer media in in some way or another, but uh, many of us do not have the skill required to actually play the game. Oh, it was not man. the prettiest game, I will say. I, I've heard rumors of uh, Daniel Sperry's transfer. Uh, it's been <laughs> well. <laughs> he's scoring more goals than Sporting KC is right now. Yeah, the uh, Cauldron at least got some action to celebrate a goal. And Todd Palmer, right? I mean, Todd Palmer, he, yeah. He did right when he scored. He he thanked the goalkeeper for their time. That's what he yeah. does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, their goalkeeper, he showed up. He brought his actual like goalkeeping gloves. He was ready to go. See, I'm not about that. I have gloves in my bag, but I don't tell anyone. Yeah. Everyone's like, does anyone have goalie gloves? And I'm like, anybody? No? Crickets? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was fun. I enjoyed it. It's always a fun time. Um, I, I'm very thankful that Sporting put it on uh, and that they, they did it. It was it was pretty fun. I have video of the whole game. They sent us, like, broadcast angle video of the game after yeah. the fact. So You guys got a write-up on Sporting KC. That, that's more than they do for our interviews with their players. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's very uh, cool. Very cool. It was fun. We got to get you in that next year. I will. I, I'm, uh, you know, rehabbing MVP a of that arthritis game. right now. Do what? I think you would be MVP of that game. Well, I'd go too hard. I, it'd be too much. <laughs> and, uh, you know, when you tell me 10 minutes, I'm like, done deal. Let's go. I did uh, I, I did text my myself. my boss because he's our, our media uh, contact at work. And I was like, I sent him the list of who was playing. And I was like, okay, who don't we like? Who gets a, who gets a two-footed tackle? Oh, my God. Does he know anybody? He knows all of them, basically, but he was like, nah, they're fine. He goes, the, 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 the person that I would want you to go in hard on isn't, isn't on the roster. Oh, my God. So... <laughs> well, you can tell me their name later. <laughs> yeah. So, Well, they're not in, they're not in uh, media anymore. So. Oh, gotcha. But, uh, but, yeah, it was fun. I'm grateful. Thank you to the club for doing it. So, appreciate it. Um, but, yeah, now we go to L.A. Or L.A. comes to Kansas City on LA Saturday. Here, yeah. um, L.A. is, you know... They're coming off of a loss themselves. Uh, we have beaten the Galaxy the last two times we've played. Both times in 2021, we won 2-0. Um, and then the time before that, when we played them in uh, September of 2019, they beat us 7-2. So um, they're not having the world's best season. As I mentioned, they are below the playoff line right now uh, in eighth place. 
people are canceling their season tickets out in LA Galaxy <laughs> land because they're mad. Uh, but uh, I think they have a pretty decent chance of coming here and, and stealing a win and hopping right back up above that playoff line. Yeah, so. we'd love to play spoiler, but you know they're coming here hoping to get some easy uh, playoff uh, qualifying points here. So yeah, it'll it'll be another hot one out there this weekend, and I hope that... I hope we just look better. You know what? I'd love to say, hey, we didn't win again, but hey, we look better, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's, it's a low bar right now. It might not be that hard to, to look better. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know. It's, it's tough. I don't know what I want for the rest of the season other than just show me something to be hopeful for, for next year. Like, give me a glimmer of hope. Yeah. Bring back the Frisbee dogs at halftime. (laughs) Bring. (laughs) <laughs> yeah or something I, you know be, be talk to casey current about why their fireworks are so much better than ours like what is going on <laughs> it's uh they are much better that's yeah. true i don't get it i'm like sporting you where's your firework budget gone <laughs> um i don't know man it's just i like i I don't know what I what I want for the rest of the year other than just a, a glimmer of hope. Like I said, that's that's about all I can count on right now is I want to see what Eric Tommy can can bring for the rest of the year. I want to see what Willie Agata can bring for the rest of the year. Sure. Um, I want to see. Wants to yell at Kyrie, and it's like, uh, guess what? Kyrie wasn't at, wasn't playing, and we still didn't score any goals. So, right. What's the problem? So I don't know. We'll say we'll see, but. We have no more U.S. Open Cup to look forward to. We technically still can make the MLS Cup playoffs, but it's almost certainly not going to happen. So, right. I don't know. We'll That'd see. Be nuts. That would be nuts to squeeze in to those playoffs. Yeah, it's like I said, the chance of it happening. We basically have to win nine of our last ten games. Very low chances. Um, we have to go on a hell of a tear. We've won five of our first twenty-four. Yeah, dude. You got LA coming. <laughs> you got freaking. You know, uh, Portland coming up down the pipeline. It's it's not going to get much easier. No. So let's uh, let's get to some questions here. Hey, we got um, a bunch. A lot of we people did get a questions lot. when you're bad. People are mad. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, Allie, one of our uh, loyal listeners, says, I was distracted by the idea of SKC players enjoying pool volleyball. However, didn't Melia say what age he wants to retire by? Isn't he close to that age? Does he give it another year or is this it? Wait, what are we talking about? Pool volleyball. I, well, I I think she might be talking about maybe something he said back in Orlando when they were in the bubble, maybe because weren't they playing some pool volleyball? That I don't know, um, but maybe. I, I I I I don't remember what that part's referencing. But I do okay. think Melia said that like thirty six, thirty seven was was kind of his target age, wasn't it? I I, I'm trying so. to remember if he said that to us on our podcast or what. I, I haven't had a chance to go back and look, but he did say something to us. About he's 36 that. now, so yeah. I mean, I don't think this is going to be it. I think he's going to want to try to come back for for one more year. Um, well, it's not like he's fighting injuries. He's not getting injured every other game. It's right. You know, something happened here just recently, and he's been out for a little minute. The issue is he is out of contract after this year. Um, yeah, that's an issue. But so is John Pulskamp. Pulskamp has an option for 2023. But this is going to be a big offseason for Sporting KC. Because here are people who are out of contract after 2022 with no option. Daniel Shallowy, Andre Ufantas, Tim Melia, Roger Espinoza, Felipe Hernandez. And it was Nikola Vojnovic, but obviously he's not in the picture anymore. The only one that I think is like 
for sure Peter's going to bring back is probably Felipe Hernandez. I mean, I'd like to think Daniel Shalloway could come back and Shalloway could come back in some sense, but they hadn't been able to come to a contract agreement before this year. I don't know if we're seeing Fontas come back. I mean, he's not worth his million dollar a year salary. Roger's getting more up there in age. I don't know about him. And then there's questions about Melia and his health and durability at this point and his age. So that that could look very different. And then out of contract after this year, but an option for next year, Graham Zusi, same thing. I don't know with his age. Uh, Cam Duke, keep making mistakes and you're not going to come back here. Kyrie Shelton, I think maybe they pick up the option on Kyrie, but it's not going to be as a, a striker because they have Willie Agata and uh, Alan Polito, but we don't really have a right wing backup, and he's better on the right wing, I think, anyway. So maybe right. sign him as a backup for Johnny Russell. Uh, Pulse Camp, who knows? Kendall McIntosh, who knows? EC, I think he's gone. It's not worth a million dollars. And then Jose Mari, and obviously he's gone. That's a lot of turnover for, from one year to the next. Fontas is still under contract for another year? No, Fontas is out of contract after oh, okay. this year with no option. Gotcha. gotcha. So, We're going to see a different team next year. This is the, See, this sucks. This is the conversation we'd be having in like November, and I don't like having it right now. I'm right. very sad. I turned to, uh, to Chad Smith in the Austin game, and I was like, when's the last time that it was July? And we were like, well, season's done. Like, that yeah. sucks. Sad deal. Was Chad out there on the field? He was not, no. What? He Why did not? not go out there, no. He did put Just, something on Twitter that I haven't had a chance to watch yet where he filmed it and then tried to do, like, announcing of the media game. He didn't want to play or just... I, I don't know if he wanted to or, or what. So, gotcha. yeah, no, he went out there. Huh. Should have so. painted his face and been a mascot or something. <laughs> <laughs> but we could have three quarters of the back line gone, turnover next year. Um, obviously, we're going to have a, a different starting striker because Polito will be back. Uh, we could have different people in the midfield. We could have a different keeper. Like there, that's you know, really the only consistency is going to be that we know that'll probably be John, well Johnny Russell and Alan Polito and Gotti Kinda. But outside of that, we don't really know what's happening. Yeah. So, um, Kave Rad and Courtney Ford are both out of contract after after this year with options for both twenty three and twenty four. Who knows? So quite a lot of turnover here potentially. Very much could be. Um, maybe to look forward to? I don't know. It's a, it, it definitely will be an interesting offseason, that's for sure. Yeah. More, more um, than previous years, I imagine. It's B. Schwartz now says, I love Kyrie, so I'm not trying to get rid of him. But with Agata, do you think this means it's the end of Kyrie's tenure with sporting after this season? Um, I don't know, man. They, he loves him so much. Peter's such a fan. and Yeah. He's a workhorse. You know, he works hard. I think they probably pick up the option at least just to have another backup winger because I think he plays better on the wing behind Johnny. Yeah. But otherwise... And I don't hate that idea. No, I mean, that's fine on, with me. Give Johnny some rest. If you, know, you can have him... him right. If you can have him on the wing and, and bring him in in the 60, 70th minute, I mean, he's got pace. He does much better on the wing and then you're not relying on him as the main goal scorer. I'm all for it. Yeah. So Very true. I think people would like that too. Because uh, that's been the, the point of emphasis all year. Like he's he's a he's in the goal scoring position. Why is he not scoring goals? Right. So you know, put him on the wing, and that that clears that up. Connor Bateman says very poor game management the past few games. Could have made way earlier subs in the Open Cup semifinal, and when we went down a man against Austin, I don't recall us even changing the formation or tactics up. We just looked the same as we have all season. 
I love the team, but five straight home losses is very disappointing. I mean, I think they tried to change it a little bit, but when you get that red card, it's like, like Peter said, he's like, it changed everything. Like mm-hmm. I had plans and then, I don't know, that's, that's kind of a scapegoat thing too, right? Like we've all done that and been like, well, I mean, I was going to do it, but then this happened. Sure. And it's like, but were you really, or are you just like using that as a, a, a line? Yeah. So we'll see. Um, SKC supporter says, are there any SKC two players worth bringing up? Aren't we allowed to bring up, mm-hmm. bring them up for a four game temporary contract? Or is that only due to injury slash roster limitations? Um, I don't know what mechanism he's referring to. There are so many different MLS mechanisms. I don't think you can just bring someone up for four games and send them back. I think that's like a hardship thing. Yeah. Um, here's a stat for you, though, if you're curious about SKC2. So, someone commented on that, by the way, and was like, well, I mean, Caden Pierre's here. Sure. And uh, But he's not SKC2 player, right? He's signed with the first team. Now he is, yeah, but they they brought him up through the academy, and Jake Davis, sure. he came through the academy, and, and you had right. Wilson Harris, and he didn't like what you saw from him, and you got rid of him, but here's a, here's a stat, again, from Mike Kuhn. He goes, want to feel even worse about SK, uh, Sporting KC right now? With their shutout loss today, Sporting KC 2 hasn't scored in 290 minutes. So combined, the two teams haven't scored a goal in 707 minutes of action, closing in on 12 hours without a goal. Dog day. Days of summer, my guy. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. So what, what Mike, these are these are fucking sad stats, dude. Right. They're not great. Like, what is he God dang, don't even look that stuff up. You're killing me. <laughs> um and then Ryan Gigas says, Well sport in case he score a goal this weekend. That's the bar <laughs> yeah. that we're at. Will that we is, just score a goal? <laughs> that's the question of the century right now. Yeah. I don't think so. I really don't. I think this (laughs) continues to go. I think we're in trouble, man. I think they get a goal. I don't think they'll win. Eric Tommy's going to blast one through the net. It's going to be insane. I think Tommy or Agata might might get a goal. But but that's it. I'm not sold on Agata yet. I'm just throwing that out there. He had some chances, but, you know, he leaves his touch left a little to be desired. but, But we'll see. So, um, let's see here. Uh, and then... You know, one other little tidbit from the Tuesday uh, press conference that Daniel Sperry put out there on Twitter. Peter Ramiz says they are working to get something done ahead of the transfer window on Thursday, but he isn't sure if it will get done in time. There was a press conference yesterday? Yeah, they did like a little media availability thing. Huh. So okay, they do it every they Tuesday. They put that stuff usually, out on I the think. website. I haven't seen that. So They do it every uh, Tuesday. They do it Fridays before games. But I think they usually do one Tuesday, too. Oh, they they just don't put the video out. They might not put the video out, yeah. They just put the videos out on Fridays. Yeah. I follow. So, but apparently they're working on something. I don't know what it is. There was a rumor about an international, like an Italian center back, I think, at one point. But uh, get our hopes up. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Like, that's where I'm at. I don't (laughs) care who you're bringing into the team because nothing matters right now. Right. You know? Right. So. But I'm still there, dude, because I tell you what, that stadium those that place it, it's it's a damn good time it's, it's it a good is. night out what what else could you do it's a live event right if you like us if you like sports it's fun no matter how bad the team is doing it's always fun to be there at children's yeah. mercy park watching a soccer game my cousin was there and he hadn't been there in years and he, he texted me and said hey are you here and i'm like hey, am i here of course I'm here. I'm always, <laughs> it seems like i'm here every week and now with casey current it's like twice a week right but uh you know it, it I was like, yeah, pretty bad game, I'd say you came to. But uh, really, they're all like that. So you just enjoyed, you know, par for the course. 
<laughs> it's rough, man. It sucks. He's like, so. I mean, missing a PK. I was like, buddy, that's not, you, you don't know the half of it. <laughs> yeah. I do have a question for you in the last SKC thing I have for right now. So uh, St. Louis City, they're coming into the league next year, right? Sure. They're probably going to be our, our one of our main rivals, you could say, if for no other reason oh, yeah. than proximity. We're going to road trip it up there. Well, and you know that there are some names for different types of rivalries. You know, there I saw is this. Yeah, there this is, is the El Trafico or the Hell is Real Derby or the Hudson River Derby. Some of these are very good and very natural. Pine Car Derby. <laughs> very natural, you know, organic. They make sense. Like El Trafico. It's a play on El Clasico. Fans came up with it. It's great. So there is apparently a rumor going about that there will be a, a nickname to the rivalry between Sporting Kansas City and, and St. Louis City. And you could call it the I-70 Derby. That's kind of what they called it when uh, you know St. Louis came from USL to play or whatnot. Well, someone someone threw out the idea uh, of barbecue, And uh, I don't like it. I think it's not great. Apparently the Current and, and the Houston Dash have used barbecue before. Yeah, I saw that. But I did some reporting. Oh, you did reporting. I have some inside information. Investigative journalism. I have, uh, from a source, uh, inside the St. Louis City camp. What? Why do you know people in St. Louis? That apparently St. Louis City has uh, has trademarked barbecue, And St. Louis City C-Suites are supposed to talk with... Uh, sporting Kansas City C-Suites about making barbecue the official name of this rivalry. What is C-Suites? What is that? What are you saying? Like C-level executive, CEO, COO, oh, CMO, okay. like the, gotcha. the highest people up. So that's what that's... I, 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 I haven't independently confirmed it, but that's what I've been told from St. Louis City. Why do you have St. Louis sources? What is this? I got sources. No, you don't. What is this? Why do I got, you? <laughs> I got sources. How? You don't even know anybody. I clearly, I do. <laughs> I'm just over here telling you you ain't got no friends. Jimmy <laughs> <sighs> ain't got no friends. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, uh, I think it's dumb. I think it's pretty dumb because when I think of St. Louis, all I think about is bad cheese on pizza and dry like, ass ribs. <laughs> yeah, their barbecue isn't like really. It's not good barbecue, right? I mean, they had they call it the St. Louis baby back rib. Cool, you have Chili's that has a restaurant, <laughs> but like <laughs> you have Chili's. Good job, Applebee's right. next door. All right, right. I'm just like I'm. I'm not a fan of St. Louis being like so much barbecue. And then I saw another St. Louis fan that was like, "We really got to hit them hard for not being in Missouri." And I'm like, literally nobody cares. No one cares like now that. you're just playing the hits from. LA Galaxy and LAFC when they're like, you're not actually, technically you're not in LA city limits. And it's like, well, we're in LA County. Like who yeah. cares? No one in Texas is like, well, Dallas, you're in Frisco. Like, right. No, no one cares we're, about we're that. sporting Kansas city. We're in yeah. Kansas city. Kansas city yeah. is a Metro that spills over two States. Spoiler alert. So is St. Louis. Yeah. It's literally yeah. the same thing. Nowhere in the name. Does it say, Sporting, sporting Missouri. Sporting Missouri. You know what I mean? Like, so right. why is that a thing? And you're right. Well, isn't St. Louis uh, also a city in Illinois? <gasps> well, guess what? That St. Louis <laughs> is better because weed is legal. What up? <laughs> <laughs> so I can already tell St. Louis fans are going to annoy me. Uh, Austin fans are the worst. 
They're not great, yeah. They flew into our mentions, and we didn't even, like, instigate this time. No. You told me. I said, don't. I said, don't do it. Don't bite, Jimmy. (laughs) And were you sitting there, thumbs at the ready? Like, I might. No, I I wasn't. I wasn't. Because I don't even, I don't have anything I can go at him with right now. Even if, but but I'm like, this is dumb. If you're going to come at us every single time we play, clearly we're living in your head rent-free. How come, dude, you should have just killed him with kindness. You would have been like, Guys, I wish you all the luck. We're really bad. <laughs> I hope you guys go and win MLS Cup. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. All right, yeah. all right, all right. We love you guys so much. Say say hello to uh, McConaughey, you know? Yeah, he's, you know, <laughs> let's just have a great time. Go enjoy some barbecue. Absolutely. We are bad. You're right. Right. <laughs> like, that's that doesn't hurt our feelings because it's so true. I, I don't even care. No. Congrats. You beat up on the worst team in the league this year. <laughs> yeah, good job. Go back in and fact, celebrate your weird Texas trophy that you won and said is your first trophy of, of, in your club history. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, at least that is a better barbecue than St. Louis would be, okay? <laughs> Texas has got barbecue, all right? Barbecue. Get out it's, of here. I, can you just trademark anything in these days? You can Apparently. Just, I mean, that's expensive for a stupid thing like like that. Like I said, I haven't like looked it up myself. I could probably try to like really dig and confirm and like look up a patent office and see if I could figure well, it out. But sure, but that's pricey, dude. There's trademarks and there's service marks, and service yeah. marks are the cheaper ones. But it has like SM on the end of things, which it just looks like it's trademark light. Well, service. Like... So that's a service mark, and that's when you've applied for it, but it hasn't actually fully been. Uh, given to well, you yet as a trademark. It was our, the improv like group was part of for like a decade. We we had, we service marked the name because oh, trademarks so were more expensive, so we never okay. did trademark it. Okay. But we had to so. change the name because some guy had the rights to that name in some other state. It was a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I just I think the whole thing, the whole barbecue thing, is dumb. Well, think of a better name. I mean, I I challenge everyone to think of something because I I really don't have anything right now. I. I, I feel like you want to say the the I seventy friendship or something, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I look, know. here's a tweet back from July of this year where they shout out somebody named Matt Seebeck, who's the chief experience officer for St. Louis City, that says barbecue debu- debuting twenty twenty three. So this seems chief to support experience officer. Yo, yeah. his title CEO. That's that's not fair. That's insane. Yeah, it's, it's the fake CEO because he's not yeah, chief not executive officer. <laughs> what a lame title. That's terrible. Yeah. So, and, and he's tweeting five hours ago, as of this recording, he started he- tweeting about the barbecue 2023. So I think this is a real thing that St. Louis is thing, actually, huh? yeah. I hope Sporting KC ignores them like they ignored my interview with Kyrie Shelton. I really hope that's what happens. <laughs> <sighs> well, the last thing uh, I guess I wanted to get to is we couldn't end this podcast without giving a shout out to the KC Current because they've oh, extended yeah. their unbeaten streak to eight after the 2-2 draw against the Orlando Pride. Did you watch that game at all this weekend? I watched part of it. I didn't get to see all of it. but Man, when we were down 2-0 at halftime, I turned to Chris and I say, there's no way we come back in this game. Like, it's it's right. done deal. You don't right. come back. And then we did one. We immediately scored when I said that, and I was mm-hmm. like, hey, we could come back. <laughs> yeah. And then the uh, 82nd minute goal. One so of the that's first times it. I'll ever tell you that a draw feels good. When you're down 2-0 and you come back to tie it up to get that point, because we're in the playoffs. Orlando's fighting for playoffs. Mm-hmm. So for us to get one point is better than no points right now. Right. right. It, so. It's exciting. They're playing good football. 
Uh, Ad French was voted like Player of the Month from Just mm-hmm. Women's Sports Twitter account. Yeah. Uh, Kristen Edmonds, defender on there as well, best eleven. Um, it, it's just fun, man, and the atmosphere out there—it's it's a blast. It's fun. If you haven't been out to a KC Current game at Children's Mercy Park, you should get out there. It's a fun time. It's a fun league. It's a fun team. Uh, they didn't start off the season very well, but they are they are rapidly getting better. I mean, eight unbeaten yeah. is is pretty good. Well, they're trying so. to uh, you know set the their next home game is the nineteenth. I believe that's a Friday, and uh, trying to set uh, the record, against, right? Yeah, they're trying to break their attendance record, which is at like eight thousand or something. They're trying to get ten thousand. Yep. Um, perfectly doable, I'd mm-hmm. say, and it's it's the new Angel City FC team coming to town. Mm-hmm. So isn't that your Sydney Larue mm-hmm. and your Alex Morgan? Uh, is Alex Morgan on? No, she's on San no. Diego. It's, yeah, San Diego. I. See two new teams ish. I, I forget. SoCal. Yeah. So, but uh, they're you know they're kind of like the bad guys. If yeah. They're a new team. You you yeah. want to beat them. So, could be fun. So shout out to the current. If you want to see a good winning soccer team in Kansas City this year, go watch them. <laughs> we could be a Casey uh, Current podcast, or uh, send us your media games because we'll cover them. There you go. <laughs> get get Dan in the Casey Current media game. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> so. I think that's about all I got this week, man. You got anything else? Uh, no, dude, I don't. Uh, to, to be fair, I know you said get me into the media game. Like I could have gotten in, but oh, I no, no, uh, you could have. I'm a little hurt right yeah. now, so a little busted up. But I think I'm unofficially retired. So what are you gonna do? Well, you gotta unofficially unretire. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. Like your boy uh, Ric Flair. Well, yeah. I mean, if I could be doing that was that was bad. I'm not sure if you saw that. But <laughs> I saw his face all bloodied up. Not great, yeah. I saw him laying on the mat for like five straight minutes. Not good. I Just trying to get his breath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, just trying to get his breath. I, I don't even know if you can have respect for that kind of stuff or just think it's stupid. You it's know? just a money grab. He's, what, 73 going on 90? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Taking bumps and stuff. Are you nuts? I did see Strutting a quote around. that was like, Are, were you cleared to do this? And he's like, well, my doctors didn't tell me I couldn't. Oh, boy. I'm like, that's not the same thing. <laughs> Still wearing his same tidy whitey trunks that he wears in the ring, like a yeah. 70-year-old man so. <laughs> showing them thighs off. <laughs> Getting it. But, anywho, man. Well, uh, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, it's been a rough season, but we appreciate those of you who are sticking with us. We're, we're excited to see what the future holds. We think there are brighter days to come. Uh, but make sure you uh, leave that five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NoOtherPod, at Dan Kuser, at JCMac03. Send us an email, NoOtherPod at gmail.com. And check out that merch store, bit.ly.com slash NoOtherPod. But until next time, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. Hit Jimmy up on Twitter. He ain't got no friends. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online. Schedule package pickups through the dashboard and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.